do you know why I'm drinking way more now than ever? It's because every time I get on social media and I start scrolling, I see your gyms and I see your god-awful shitty social media post. And it's not the photos are that bad. Sometimes they are. It's mainly the copywriting. You're not speaking to anyone. You're putting hashtags all over the place on Facebook. You're not using the right kind of copy on Instagram. You're not addressing any micro problems. You're putting up, you know, 5.30 p.m. class getting lit. You know, wall balls at 6 p.m. Check out Becky. She's late. It's all bullshit. You are checking the box and doing the bare minimum. You're not talking about what makes your business unique, but I can help fix that problem. I'm currently offering social media copywriting services. I've hired an outside copywriter. I had them start doing it for Urban Movement and What the Fuck Gym Talk. It was an amazing success. We've done over 10 different micro gyms in the past four weeks. And if you want references, I'll send them to you. If you're not sure whether it's worth the money, I'll send you the, all the gyms we've recently done. You can look at their social media, see how it's improved. But bottom line is, guys, you do not have to be spending thousands and thousands of dollars every single month on ads. You got to run ads. But your organic social media should be bringing people in. Gyms that do this well get new clients on organic social media on the regular. It gets their clients to share the photos and videos, and it's all due to quality copy and good creative. If you're looking to improve that for your business, shoot me a DM on Instagram, and we can talk about setting up a discovery call. Guys, there's no reason to have your social media suck in 2020. Level that shit up, send me a DM, and we'll get on a call. Now on with the podcast. What is up, guys? It is Stu, and it is the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. So I want to talk about one KPI. One KPI, that's it. That's all you need to focus on. Those of you guys who are in scenarios where you are not as profitable as you want to be, not you don't have as much revenue coming in, and we can honestly, we can really separate the two. Generally, if someone's like, I don't have as much revenue coming in, we narrow down on one KPI. When someone says I'm not as profitable as I want, there's generally succubuses amongst the business that are draining profitability. And then sometimes they just don't have enough revenue coming in and we go back to one KPI. So we're just gonna assume in this scenario that you need more money in the business and you need to have one KPI that chases that, okay? So in most, most cases, the number one KPI that I find amongst all the various kinds of micro gyms I work with that leads to more revenue is the amount of people that complete the first sale. And the first sale is they walk into the door. So I'm not saying leads, you know, how many leads you get is not necessarily the first KPI I go with because depending on if you have a, like if you're one of the gyms I work with, you've got a really good organic play going, you're getting a third to maybe sometimes up to a half of your total leads are coming from organic, then we're not really, you know, the marketing, that part's already taken care of. So I'm not worried about the leads. It's generally how many people actually come into the door. And those of you guys who use fuckface marketing guru companies, you know, you'll get a ton of leads and what you ultimately end up with, end up with is a small percentage of those actually coming through the door because those are really the only people we're closing. Now, I know in today's COVID world, a lot of you guys might be closing people online for online fitness and that's fine. This will still apply. It's going to be different though. All right. So like the KPI for people who are selling the online thing is going to be how many people opt into either if you do like a free week of your programming or you let them, you have a freemium version um, and if you don't have any of those, if it's just straight to sale, like, hey, you want this, this is what you pay, that it's a little bit different, okay? So 
Stick with me. Too many fucking examples to make a perfect podcast for everybody, but we're sticking with the KPI of getting people in the door for your service. All right. So with that being said, if you focus on that KPI, and by the way, for those of you like Googling it, key performance indicator. You hear people when they're, you know, throwing around their fancy fucking acronyms in business, KPI, CAC, you know, ACV, it's just key performance indicator. It's just what is the one metric you're going to stare at in the fucking face over and over and over again. You're going to chase all day because it is the key domino. It is the domino that when you knock that domino down, the rest of them fall. So I'll use Urban Movement as an example. We reopen in July and the team knows we had an amazing January, an amazing February, and then COVID hit, we got closed, and we opened back up in July. We had one KPI we were really, really interested in, and it ultimately came down to cons- um, the amount of uh, consulted individuals, meaning individuals who came in, that's how we look at them. We have you know, uh, people who schedule, people who get conducted, and people who get closed. Right, so scheduled means that they gave us, you know, they scheduled time to come into the building and check it out. Conducted meaning they actually came in and conducted that free trial or whatever the front end offer is. So that right there, how many conducted consultations, free weeks, free class, whatever that is, how many people came into the door is the KPI we ultimately chase. Now. With that, we know a few things, and you need to think about this with your business. If you know that you have 30 people a month coming into the door to try out your thing, and you have a closing percentage of 70%, right? That is where the math of this comes in. You need to know your closing percentage because, again, if you're a high volume gym, let's say you're doing 300, 400, 500 memberships. Uh, you know, active on the roster and you're doing a lot of sales because you have a, you know, a lot of relative attrition because when you have 400 fucking clients and even if you have 7% attrition, 8% attrition, um, you know, that that's still a lot of people you got to replace every single month. It's like a client a day maybe. So if that's the case, you just have to figure out and you got to know your historic closings. I use a numbers tracker with all the micro gyms I work with. And we're able to see month over month what our closing percentage is. So we know that if a gym is a closing percentage, let's call it 60%. Let's say they're closing 60% of the people that come into the door. All right, that's the KPI we're chasing. Then we know exactly how many people we need to come through the door. Now, again, I'm not getting into like the leads because I know there's a layer of the funnel above this. If you need 30 people a month to come in the door, maybe you need 60 leads or 60 at-bats to get someone through the door. That's a a completely different podcast, different conversation, so let's just take it down to that next layer of the funnel. People actually walk into the door. All right, so you're there, you've got a closing percentage of 60%, so you do the math and you know, okay, based on how many people I need to grow, and which is, again, not a number I can give you, there's not like, well, Stu, how many should I have? I don't fucking know, asshole. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? How many should you have? Uh, what's your? How many people can you fit in class? What is your operational capacity? How many staff members do you have? Can you do two consultations at once? Like, I don't know. These are like my favorite questions from well-meaning individuals who just again. That's why hopefully you listen to my stuff is because you're learning something. But there is no such thing as like, well, what's the, what's the average micro gym do? Like, how many is the average? There is no average micro gym. You fuckface. 
There isn't. Stop looking for like a template model to base your business off of because you refuse to sit down and actually learn sixth grade fucking math. You need to have an idea with your operational flow, your logistics. Okay, how many of these in-person consultations or how many people could actually come in the door? If Stu's saying in this hybrid or this uh, hypothetical example, 30, wow, that's like one a day. Well, that's probably not realistic. There's probably gonna be a, you know days where you get none and then days where you have three. Do we have the operational workflow to do that? Or am I the only person on staff? Then no, I can't do that, right? Who's gonna coach the class while you're meeting with a prospect, right? There's gonna be a, a bottleneck. Do you have the operational flow for one, two, three people? Do you even have, you know, does your gym even have standards and practices in place where you only take so many? Urban movement, we only do max. Two new people per class and that's it. And that's even stretching it. We, and we purposely try to plan it so we don't even do that, right? We want at least one, or we want at a, you know, at a maximum two people, and we will split that into one-on-one in different class times. Sorry, Sally, that class is sold out. However, we can have you on Wednesday at that same class time if we have an opening. So that's for me and my team and the way I run it. That is the best. We have the highest closing percentage, and we have the best stats when we go one-on-one like that. If we do two-on-one, and not even two on one, but we have two consults, which means we have two one person to do those two individuals. It's it, it gets tough. It gets tough. It's not as good of a closing percentage. It's still good, but it's not our preferred. If we're forced into the corner, we'll do it. We'll tackle it. We'll close it. 60 percent of the time, you know, we'll close one. You know, but if we'll 50, 50 to sixty percent of the time, we'll close both. So it's not ideal. And generally, you're looking at big, big steps. Even like Orange Theory. I think, you know, last time I had this conversation with an Orange Theory uh, uh, franchisee, it was they were doing two per class as well, right? So you got to figure out what is, like, how many can you take? That also goes into the play. Because if you're like, oh, man, I'd love to fucking have 60 people try out the gym in a month. Well, what fucking good is that if you don't have the logistics in play, like if you don't have the, the operational workflow to do so, if you have a bottleneck due to HR staffing limitations or whatever it may be. And then you need to also figure out with your your model, what is your monthly revenue goal? A lot of you guys don't have a monthly revenue goal. And that's something like, I've got clients I've been working with for, you know, maybe we've been working now together for a little while, and it, we're starting to establish, once they're getting like their feet underneath them and they're getting a feel for it, monthly revenue goals. Because if you just go into every month like, ah, I hope this month's good, I hope it's not bad, you're setting yourself up for failure. So based on your monthly revenue goal, which is obviously tons of different variables go into what that monthly revenue goal is, you will easily be able to find that one KPI. And and the whole I started this whole thing with just that concept, have one KPI, and then I, you know, got into the weeds with all this. Let me go back to the to the simple thing you need to grab from this podcast. That's it. You don't think of anything else. You do not think about your retention. But Stu, I shut the fuck up. Do not think about your retention. Your retention is probably pretty good. If your retention was so fucking horrible that your problem was that you had 19 holes in your bucket, then we wouldn't. Then your KPI would be retention. But it's not. I guarantee you, most of your issues are growth, not retention. That KPI, how many people come in the door for the majority of you, is the fucking issue. And you stare it in the face. So cool, what are the different angles? Well, we can do organic marketing like Stu's laid out. And there's about five different good plays for organic marketing. We can do paid marketing like Stu's laid out. And there's, you know, ultimately I look at like two really good plays for paid marketing right now. Three, we could go guerrilla marketing. 
pop-up shops. We could be going ahead and doing, uh, you know, um, collaborations with local, sh- you know, cafes and coffee, whatever. And again, COVID's difficult. It depends what state you're in, you know, whether that's, you know, kosher or not right now. You can do reactivation campaigns where you're sending, you know, hey, listen, I know you came in a while ago and it wasn't the right time, but we have this front end offer going on, blah, 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 blah. We could do a referral campaign. So there's multiple different angles you take to hit that number. And you don't need one. Like I think everyone's like, Facebook advertising is my fucking, it's my silver bullet. I just do Facebook advertising. It covers everything. No, no, no. Like you're the person that fucking uh, fuckface marketing gurus want. Like you're like the avatar for their perfect sale because you think it's a silver bullet. It's not. It's one element of the equation. At Urban, for example, I would say 65% of our conducted consultations, people that come into the gym, and I say consultations, and I don't do consultations, by the way, I'm going to get that question. I didn't think Urban Movement does consultations anymore, which I don't know why it matters to you what I do anyway, but just for clarification, to save myself the 15 DMs I'll get, we do not do a consultation. We have a 15-minute tour walkthrough conversation that we scripted. It's not a sit-down consultation. All right, sidebar over. You need, I don't even remember where the fuck I was. God damn it, I'm always having to stop to help the fucking 2% of you guys because I know there's some gaps in the fucking barrier here, in the language barrier. Anyway, you guys, once you dial in that KPI, I really hope this is where I left off. You, once you guys dial in that KPI and you figure that thing out, so again, if it's you know at Urban Movement, 65% of our shit comes from um, paid then I know all those other plays have to be on point. All the organic, the referral, the reactivation, all that has to be going. They're little drips. There is not one silver bullet. So when you're looking at a KPI like the total amount of people coming in to try out the service and actually walking in the door because that's the most important first sale, you've got to figure out exactly where those people are going to come from. And if you think it's all paid Facebook ads or all a referral, it's never just one. So guys, Singular KPI, go all in on it. Ignore the majority of the other metrics that you typically look at, right? Ignore everything. Like for that month, everything you think of every day. Okay, guys, we figured out the KPI we need is the amount of people coming in the door. We've determined based on our total monthly revenue goals and how many days are in this month and how many people we can tr- you know, have trial per class that we, are, we need 30 people. That is one a day. So I'm gonna put up here on the whiteboard in the main office. Here's our goal, 30. And every time someone comes in and tries it out, we're going down to 29, then 28, and we're crossing it off. And then we'll put up another number to how many closed. And if we know that our closing percentage is typically 60%, that we can anticipate we're going to grow by X amount this month. Are you guys following the math here? I'm not taking time to fucking spell it out and do you know whatever. You, you should be at this point where at least this high-level concept you're grabbing. I hope you are. If you are lost right now, you really feel lost with the whole number side of this, please send me a DM on Instagram. I'd be more than happy to recommend a couple courses at Microgym University that I think would really help level up your knowledge and education as a business owner in the Microgym scene. But guys, that is it. One KPI for those of you guys who need more revenue pick one, my guess, it's probably the amount of people walking in the door and then work backwards from there. I hope that was helpful. Guys, have a great fucking day.